Trying to find the next spot for a show or event? Look no further. You know them. You love them. Stutterbox Productions is here to help. They always have an excellent team that is always busy and in motion behind the scenes in the Midwest. And they have plenty of shows lined up. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Stutterbox Productions Facebook page for all of your needs today. Guys, what's up? This is the Cowsters Podcast. I'm your host, Colton Cowster. Another super solo episode today. Um, <laughs> quote of the day, nobody's reliable. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, we had a... I know I promised a guest last week. Uh, we had two people that were slated to come on. Um, one of them was today, and I have not heard from him since Friday. So um, I'm kind of just guessing that we should just stick to a solo episode instead of trying to cram one in last minute um so yeah i apologize for that for those who like i know there are probably a lot of people you know it's, it's kind of weird there are probably a lot of people who really like when i have the guests on and really you know do that whole thing the, but maybe there are people who like it when i ramble for 30 to 45 minutes um and if you like that well then you're in for a treat and if you don't like that well then sorry um but next episode's gonna be episode 200 i absolutely promise that we will have a guest for that if I don't, episode 200 will just be me blowing my brains out live on YouTube. So either way, episode 200, you have something uh, fun to look forward to. <laughs> um, so anyways, the, basically the thing that I wanted to, not even really wanted to, but kind of, I was thinking of something to talk about. And yesterday I was just kind of in a mood. I was just kind of in a weird mood. I've been, I've been reading this book, um, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Which um, is a book that my dad read <laughs> when he was <laughs> a, a young wee lad. Um, so that kind of sh- eight, you know, shows me the kind of time period that I'm uh, been reading in. But um, yeah, I don't know. I've just been I I found myself kind of just trying to I I find it to be like a health like a somewhat healthy way of escape from reality, right? Like just being so discontent with whatever's going on in the current state of the world and just being like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to pick up a book about a time period from 50 years ago, 70 years ago, whatever, and just live in that. Um, it's something I've been just, I, I haven't had that since I was a kid. Uh, like since I was like an early teenager. So it's been really cool to do that. But anyways, this book, basically this book has just been making me, it, it's, it's a very big thinking book. Um, it's a lot of internal dialogue. Um, one of the metaphors that I really like that he used is, so he, he classifies um, people into classical and romantical people. Um, and I, I'm probably fucking this up here. I'm actually going to look it up. Um, but the classical person, from what I understand, um, is the one that is going to be more... Um, um, you know, going to be more logical etc and then the romantic's going to be more of an emotional type of person um kill my internet isn't loading uh but so these are the two type of people that um they talks about basically the, the analogy was that you take two different pieces two different piles of sand um the classical thinking person is going to look at the sand and take apart every little tiny rock categories every rock into shapes sizes colors etc um and then the romantic person is just gonna 
see a pile stand. Uh, I just thought it was kind of an, I, I, just the way that he lays out the different mentalities and people, the different types of people that there are, their values, et cetera. I think it's just, it's really interesting. So anyways, reading this book, I think is kind of just, um, it's put me in a place that's reflective, et cetera. Um, okay. So, so leading up to yesterday. So yesterday I decided to, um, something that I've had, um, Jason Bennell, who is the, um, um, the spokesperson for the Iowa Atheist Freethinkers Association. Um, and I have, I had him on the podcast. I highly, I don't remember what number it is. I highly go recommend checking that out. Really interesting episode. Um, really interesting guy. I hope to have him on again. But um, we we you know kind of talked about one of the things that we talked about in that episode, which is a glaring issue that I find in a lot of atheists, is this political blind spot that they possess. Um, for example, um, and I've, I've posted this a couple different times in some atheist, um, type of pages. And I don't know, I guess, I guess let me start from the beginning. So, so this initial post, so this is not the initial post, but so I posted about this first time. I think I just posted it at bad time. So it didn't get a lot of responses. So I didn't a second time. The post is this. Let's be real, and this is this page is atheism versus religion. Um, I would recommend it, but it's it's kind of biased, which I'm gonna get into in a little bit. But um, let's be real. This page is a lot of low hanging, low hanging fruit. But can my fellow atheists see how, when it comes to more moral and political based questions, that there's a glaring blind spot? For example, the church is homophobic homophobic and people go to church are mostly politically affiliated in a certain way. So then we're gonna vote the other way every time though every time, no matter what. So essentially, you're replacing the role of God with government. And it could be argued that this is almost a worse situation. I don't even mean for this to get political, blah, 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 blah. Um, and yeah, that was just kind of, I just kind of want to know everybody's thoughts of that. And it came with minimal response. Minimal response that when I prodded, when I tried to ask questions, they just kind of ignored. And I mean, that's just kind of the uh, shitty... And this is a Facebook post, so I mean, go figure, right? Um, that's kind of the shitty thing about Facebook is you can you can put out the prompt that you're a badass, right? You can be like, "Oh, I'm gonna have this edgy post," and then someone comments, and then you just you never have to respond. And like, I, I guess I get I do the same thing too. I do the same thing on social media, so fine, it makes sense. But I think if you're posting in a group, and the whole point, and that's the whole. I guess this is kind of the the crux of the idea, right, is I find it very sad that these atheists are not willing to have a conversation about this subject. Um, and it, it, it's getting to the point, and I made this criticism before, it's getting to the point where atheism is becoming a theism in a way. It's, it's, there's gatekeeping, there's, hey, we're not going to talk about these three things because we just don't want to think about it. Um, you know, they'll be frothing at the mouth to tear apart somebody who's religious. But if a fellow atheist is like, Hey, um, what's this thing that we got going in here? Is there a way we can discuss this? Maybe, you know, improve our own ideologies, maybe improve ourselves as people. Um, they just, they, they turn the other way. Um, which is, uh, you know, which is funny because that is what 
religious people are criticized for doing all the time, which I, I still believe is the case, but it's for the most part, but it's just, it's sad. It's just sad to see a group of people who are supposedly free thinkers, um, deliberately doing the opposite. Um, and I gotta call, I gotta call you out, man. I gotta call out my fellow atheists who are fucking doing that shit. Um, have that conversation. Like, I think, look, I think there's a point where, like, you know, if if you were to go into the entire state of Iowa, right, and, like, spend your entire life talking to every single person about God, you would get literally nowhere, right? Um, and, like, to be fair, I think that's where a lot of atheist mentality comes in, where they just don't want to involve themselves in that conversation. But, so, I mean, that, that makes sense. But that just makes, in my mind, it's like, okay, so then if you have something that's refreshing, if you have a refreshing idea, like, hey... Here's a fellow atheist that's maybe kind of wondering about, hey, is what we're doing here, you know, collectively as people, as our ideology, is this is this something that is um, beneficial or is like it's to people as a whole? Because that's the thing. I mean, whether you're an atheist or a religious person, the common theme between those two ideas is truth. I mean, both groups of those people are trying to find truth. Um, they have vastly different opinions on how that truth is and what happens with that truth. But it matters, right? It's not like they're, it's not like one group's not trying to find truth, right? I mean, I'm sure there are people in those groups that do, but like collectively as a whole, the reason people, um, God damn it, that wake her up. The reason these people align with that is because we, God damn it, I totally <laughs> I'm doing this early in the morning. I'm not trying to wake, I'm trying not to wake Molly up. Maybe it wasn't good to talk about religion at 8 a.m. I guess that's kind of my two cents about that. That whole, it's just it's just sad. Um, yeah, and I did a poll on Instagram. I was just kind of curious. Um, you know, the, the listeners, the followers of at least the Instagram page, you know, how they felt um, about the subject, and it was pretty even actually. It was pretty. Um, I religion did um, gain the majority as it usually does, but um, but like a surprisingly surprising amount of atheists. So, you know, that's heartening. But at the same time, I I hope those people kind of um, think about that. Think about the political blind spot. Um, and I guess to segue into uh, the point with the political blind, um, blind spot, um, a very, you know, and, and this has kind of made me, this whole conflict has kind of been making me think about this too. Like, I don't want to say, like, I'm not like, about to like jump on the God train. <laughs> like, uh, I don't believe in God. There's a very, very practical reason why I don't believe in God. I've had psychedelic experiences. I've had um, experiences where I've come out, I, I've shot of my body and seen the world, the, the, you know, the surrounding area that I was in floating in the sky. And I came away from that thinking that, nope, there's no, like, that was just hallucination. I have never had anything resembling a spiritual experience, um, and I don't think that will happen ever. I've just I've never felt that in my body. Um, I've wanted to. There's been times where I've wanted to, and I grew up Catholic, and I really wanted to believe in God, but I just don't. Um, but anyways, <laughs> not to get really it's eight o'clock in the morning, guys. Uh, but so, anyways, I'm bombing. But anyway, so this this uh this conflict that's going on right now, 
um, with Israel-Palestine. I think it's kind of interesting to see this whole... Here, let me take a sip of my coffee. It's kind of interesting to see this whole thing play out, right? Because, um, you know, I was reading um, God is Not Great by Christopher Hitchens. Um, and I never actually finished it because I found myself kind of um, just not because when he got political, I got really turned off, um, you know, very sympathetic with socialism. Um, and one of the things that he talks about is with 9-11 and how 9-11 was like he and a lot of atheists like to cast 9-11 as a religious attack. And that's partially true. Um, however, the I think I think it's you know fair to say that the main reason why they attacked is because the U.S. government has been was fucking around the Middle East for you know like a decade or decade or whatever before that, and then they retaliated. Um, and I think twenty, well, I mean not twenty years later because this has been happening the whole fucking time, right? Um, but twenty years later. It's kind of that same narrative, right? Like the the atheist the atheistic um you know, synopsis of what's going on is oh, there's a religious group that's mad at a religious group and religious people are just doing their religious shit. <laughs> you know? And that it is true to an extent, right? Like I, I see the truth of that. But again, what's really happening with Israel Palestine? Um, this episode, um, go check out Unhinged Uncensored. It's about to drop tomorrow at 2 p.m. Um, that'd be way more. I mean, you know, I, I'm going to save my my rant on that whole topic specifically for that episode. But um, I mean, look, if like if you look at plain and simple, what it really is, is it's governments coming in and saying, hey, you get this land, you get this land. And people getting mad about that. People, you know, reacting to what the oh shit to what the government has done has done to the people it is not as black and white as oh hey Muslims hate Jews <laughs> you know it's it's not that not that simple. Um, so that has been kind of something that's really kind of shaped my worldview on that. Like I really like especially like with that conflict specifically the Israel Palestine conflict. Like, I feel like I would have been the person that would have just said, yeah, it's just some religious bullshit. Like, fuck, even like three, four years ago, right? Like, if this was happening, like, I, if you would give me a microphone then and say, like, what's the reason why Israel and Palestine are having conflict? I would have said it's because of that religious bullshit, right? The promised land and all that. And again, that's partially true. That's the underlying thing of it. But I think, I think the thing that, here's the main thing that I think atheists grapple with um, when you're talking about this whole um, thing, this whole process. Um, there's the, there's the initiator, right? There's the, there's the initiating idea and then there's the vessel. So you have a group of Christians, right? And they, I I used this example earlier, but it's a, it's a perfect example. Um, you know, the church doesn't like gays. They don't like gay people. Um, they, and this is, you know, now nah, that's not the case, but you know, thinking 20, 30 years ago, whatever, right? Um, church doesn't like gay people. So, well, not that's not the case, but a lot of places it's not the case. But, um, modern times. But, um, so, but like 20 years ago, so people are against gay, gay 
gay people in religion. So what do they do? They um, the churches they tell people to go vote for blah 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 blah, and then blah 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 that person makes sure to sign these bills <clears throat> so that gay people get married. Now, I mean, that's a uh, I think the whole like marriage argument that's there's something to be said for that. Like why you know, like why the fuck does it matter, right? But um. But, you know, I mean, that, that there are plenty of people who felt hurt from that, right? So it's valid. Um, but, so, okay, okay so, so I guess here's the point. Atheists will look at that and they will say, okay, the issue is the religious person. And <clears throat> I just don't agree. I mean, yes, I agree in a sense, but it's just, it's that's a losing battle. Like, it, okay, atheist, doesn't it make more sense... Doesn't it make more sense if if the these religious people are using this vessel to carry out what you believe is morally wrong? Doesn't it make sense to attack the vessel? Like this is this is why it just it it saddens me the state of the atheist community these days. The state of so-called free thinkers is they don't want to actually think about what's happening in modern society. They want to play this game of charades with these religious people. They want to they want to take this low-hanging fruit, these stupid religious people that go on Facebook and just post the most retarded crap, and then, yeah, of course you're going to be able to fucking annihilate them. But then, if you have something that's actually intelligent, shit, even something that... Could, th- there could be something that's intelligent from a religious community, right? Like, we've had we've had Bastia Fia on. Um, I don't agree with a lot of the things he's recently said, but... Um, you know, he he did come in and say a lot of the, uh, you know, talk about, you know, the his, the religious history and all that. Very smart guy. He's wrong, but he's a very smart guy, right? And I think I I think to just say that that's not worth having a conversation. That's not free thinking. That's religion. That when that's religion or government or whatever. Like you're playing into the whole thing that you're supposedly supposed to be against is the collective mentality, right? Like, like, the whole point of atheism is to think. That's what science is, right? Science is constantly thinking of things, constantly thinking about, you know, how things connect. Um, and, you know, questioning it, right? Um, you know, a, probably even better example in the... Um, a better example to show the... Well, no, this is I guess this is more of an example to show the hypocrisy, but um, during COVID... Right. Like how many atheists, atheistic people did you say, did you see that were like against COVID regulation? Practically none. I think I was the, me and Marco Battaglia, I think the only two that know that were actually against that stuff. I think every other atheist I know was like they were totally for that shit. They were totally for all the lockdowns, like whatever degree in the name of science, which I mean, Fauci was, Fauci literally said he is science. That's not science. That's religion. And that's the thing. Like, these people who are so-called free thinkers, they bought into that whole fucking thing. They bought into that whole fucking thing. That's not free thinking. That is 110% religion. If you are just going to dogmatically align with the blue, align with the Democrats, or with the Republicans, whatever, if you're just going to dogmatically align with either of those... And you're going to still say, oh, I'm an atheist. I'm a free thinker. You're not. You're not a fucking free thinker. You're not. It matters. I just was. I just had a reply on a guy who was like, politics doesn't matter for atheism. For atheists. 
and for the and it does fucking matter because it this is all part of the whole thing this goes back to the book i'm reading right like everything is interconnected every like yeah religion is a thing but it is so intertwined with politics it is so intertwined with a lot of the things that are currently happening and if you're just gonna um intentionally ignore that and just say, oh, it doesn't matter to me because I'm just an atheist and I just call out people who believe in God. And fine, but you're not a fucking free thinker. Stop calling yourself a free thinker. You're fucking not. You're a dogmatic cunt. That's what you are. You're a fucking dogmatic cunt. I'm, it's sad. I'm just, I'm angry at the world. <laughs> I'm angry at the world. Um, And... You know, I'm angry at, we're not going to get to what I'm angry about, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I guess when it comes to something like Israel, Palestine, uh, I really hope people do some research. Um, don't just watch CNN or Facebook or TikTok. Like, please, please go like read a couple articles Go to like Reuters or something. Go to like Reuters or like um, the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail isn't perfect, but it's okay. Um, you know, uh, another one. I, there's just look at you know. I think when we're we go grow up in school, right, and we go through the education system, um, a lot of the reason why people still don't really um, explore other options right because they're doctrinated is because they they're told hey we need to follow uh these news credible you need to find credible sources when you do your research paper you gotta find credible sources um and that's just gonna and fine i mean i get get there's some merit to that but uh, when you take it all the way when you say that oh nothing is going to be factual or taken with any grain of salt unless it's credible again that's dogmatism that's religion um i think that's the common word right is dogmatism um dogmatism can happen anywhere it can happen in religion it can happen in government it can happen in everyday life um it's there are just people who um I, for whatever reason they're just comfortable right um i'm gonna find that experiment right now um there's a famous experiment that they did. Um, um, where they um, took. I don't know. Group experiment. Where they. Um, I can't find it. They took a group of people. Like a group of like 100 people. I can't remember the name of the experiment. But they took this group and they were like, hey, <clears throat> um, two plus two equals four. And like, does two plus two equals four? And then they planted a group of like five people in this crowd of 100 people to convince people that the answer was actually five. And by the end of the experiment, almost everyone, I think, I don't remember if almost everyone or everyone, um, Set unanimously said that two plus two equals five. Um, and I think just something like that just shows the malleability of people and the um, how easily people can just fall in 
everybody, myself included, you listening right now, every single fucking motherfucker listening to this right now it has fallen to some form of dogmatism. I've fallen to my own forms of dogmatism. Um, this whole thing with Israel Palestine has made me realize that, right? Like, oh, like I had a dogmatic thought about this conflict. And now that, um, you know, I, you know, I think some of that's maybe just being involved in libertarianism more. I don't know. But like, you know, now I'm reanalyzing that. Um, so reanalyze yourself. You know, I think this is actually a perfect way to end this um, with a quote that I have here on my desktop because I'm a prude. Um, Free thinkers are those who are willing to use their minds without prejudice and without fearing to understand things that clash with their own customs, privileges, or beliefs. This state of mind is not common, but is essential for right thinking. That's from Leo Tolstoy. Who I need to read. I need to read more. I'm reading more, guys. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm fucking reading more. Um, yeah. My, uh... I found out yesterday my childhood dog is about to pass in probably a couple weeks. Her name is Snickers. And I named this dog. Um, I remember I got, we got her when I was about eight or 10 or something like that, somewhere around there. Um, and it, maybe 12, I don't know. But I came home and because I, I had been attacked by dogs previously, right? And I. <clears throat> I was worried. I was like, "Hey, I don't, I don't know if I should or not. I should, but I, I, you know, I don't know how I feel about this, right?" And so we we're driving home. I came home, and there's just this little tiny, you know, two year old, one two year old dog, you know, thirty twenty five. God damn it, cat! You know, twenty five pound dog, um, just chilling there, right, sweet as can be. My heart melted. Um, and I actually ended up naming the dog. Like I, they were they were trying to name the dog after Candy, and I just kind of you know threw out Snick. What about Snicker Bar? And they loved it, and they're like, "Oh, well, that's Snickers." So the dog's name is Snickers. Um, cat, get the fuck out of here. But um, but yeah. So we got the unfortunate news that um, well, we've known this for a while that she was getting old and all that, but. <clears throat> um, she, we're about to put her down, but <clears throat> she lived a really long life, um, really good life. Um, I think she was very healthy the whole time, which is great. And um, yeah, it's gonna be really sad. I might start drinking again. We'll see. No, hopefully not. Um, so yeah, I don't know. This is just a really random filler episode. I apologize for those who I know. Like I said, I know a lot of people probably prefer the guests. Um, but I gotta do what I gotta do, right? And you know, I life, right? We're busy. This uh I, I'm so it's crazy. I even though I've dropped you know, even though I've gained, started two new podcasts recently, it still feels like less work than when I was trying to find two guests a week. Um well for because it, it wasn't as structured, right? Like I would have like you could just you could have two people come in through a week and they both talk two and a half hours and you're like oh my god I have to edit all this I have to find clips out of all this and now it's just like I do an hour with a guest or with myself and I do another hour with Lolo and I do another hour with Molly and it's just like that I plug into AI it does it and boom 
Um, I mean, AI doesn't do the whole thing. I the AI what it does is it lays out the bricks. AI lays out the bricks and the timeline and everything, and then I just kind of finagle with it. Um, so I'm not a complete fraud, guys. That's that's we need to learn from this. All right. Um, Macalester Stars every Monday at 7 p.m. We have website Macalester. God, I can't talk today. Macalesterstars.com. We also have Patreon. Um, and go check out our two podcasts, which I um, mentioned: the Unfiltered, Uncensored, or sorry, God, he's gonna kill me. The Unhinged, Uncensored podcast um, happening every 2 p.m. on Tuesday. Um, if you want to hear more unfiltered, crazy, funny shit about it, it's. <laughs> <you know. laughs> I'm not even gonna say it. Just go watch the um go watch the tomorrow's episode on unfiltered uncensored unhinged uncensored. God damn it. Unhinged uncensored every I can't believe I'm still fucking that up. Every Tuesday at two PM. And then also go check out the Guts and Gore podcast every Thursday at two PM. Um this week especially we have one of my favorite fucking movies that we're doing of all time. So I'm really excited for that. Um Molly's hanging in there. She does not like that the podcast is doing as well as it is. So go subscribe and like it, donate, and all that shit. All right, guys. Have a good night. Peace.